1: Is going on, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we are back in the house once again. It's your boy, John Harrington, here. We've got John Regan with us. Say hey. Hey. We've got David Fleming. Say hey. Hey. And we've got Jesse Moore. Say hey. Hey. Hey, man. How's it going, everybody? It's Game That Tune, and we're back in the house for episode 294. And my goodness, guys, we've got a fantastic... ...show coming for you tonight. Uh, What we are going to do here at Game That Tune is what we do every episode. We're going to listen to video game music. We've each got three songs from a game. We're going to try and guess each other's games with the songs and a little bit of trivia. We're going to goof off and have a lot of fun. And the winner at the end of the show picks the theme for our next episode and plays some bonus tunes. And our winner last week was me. And I uh, decided to uh, return the favor to David. Last week, David, he selected sports games... And, uh, he, uh, you know, sports is, you know, we, we joke, but let's just say it in, you know, no, uh, no uncertain terms. David doesn't know anything about sports, so picking sports games, really, he, he was doing it for me, baby. So I did one for David. I chose a theme that I knew David would be more than comfortable with, and that might be a little outside of my wheelhouse. I picked games with Female main characters, because I know David, He uh, he's not wearing it right now, but he's got his purple zigzaggy wig somewhere in that house. He's a Shantae boy. We're I celebrating definitely
2: sh- know about the
1: ladies. <laughs> yes, exactly. The ladies' man, David Fleming. Uh, we're, uh, we're celebrating the 20th anniversary of Shantae and, you know, all those other fantastic ladies uh, in Ladies in Gaming. Uh, you might call it a ladies' night. Um... That, that is to say, the drinks are the normal price, and there will be nothing special occurring. Yeah, uh, you know, true to Ladies' Night form, us four men will be doing minimal effort. Um, <laughs> it, it's gonna be great, but yeah, uh, you know, female main characters. Um, yeah, I thought about it. And nobody asked me should it be a female like main protagonist or antagonist. Nobody came up with that question last week when we normally. Uh, you know, delay the end of the show by vetting the theme for several minutes, but uh, I'm interested to see what games you guys have brought to the show for games with female main characters because there are just uh, there's so many, and I feel like the number is only growing with the years. And I don't mean the logical you know games don't get deleted and more games get made, so the number inevitably grows. I feel like there are more and more games these days with you know great female protagonists and antagonists and just characters in general. So I'm happy to. Happy to be living in this era of gaming and happy to think about what could be on tonight's show. I mean, Johnny, you're uh, you're sitting there with that brand new PS5. You've got uh, surely something locked and loaded from the fantastic PS5 catalog of uh, like powerful female main characters in games, yes?
3: Yeah, a surprising amount of PS5 games passed the Bechtel test. I've actually been going through <laughs> Thank a <goodness>. whole <laughs> process, like I've been making a spreadsheet, mm-hmm. where I go through each game at a time and catalog them. And um, the percentage is higher than you think. It's, it's right. impressive. Go P- go 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 PS5.
1: Man, you know what's crazy? That one game that doesn't pass the Bechdel test, that game that takes place on Fire Island, fails the Bechdel <laughs> test on a whole new level. F- minus for Fire Island on the Bechdel test.
3: <laughs> is there really a
1: PS5 game on Fire Island? <laughs> <laughs> no, I sure wish there was, and I, now that I think about it, I'm referencing a, a tweet that I saw that got deleted pretty quickly, so, uh, you know, <laughs> man, I
2: thought
4: you were <laughs> referencing
1: something completely different.
3: We should probably do a Pride theme, FYI, for next week, that's just hit, hit me just yeah. now.
1: Uh, you know, if you can think of, uh, you know, I guess you could just call the theme Pride and, <laughs> you know, let us do what we want with that theme, that'll be fantastic. Exactly. We'll see, Johnny, first off, you gotta win the show. So you got to be like David. You got to know the ladies and you got to make it to the end of this episode with a high score. So we got five fantastic games. We got a great fan request and we just got to hop. I think right. we have a voicemail. We do
3: have a voicemail.
1: We, we also have a voicemail. So I, I can't wait. I, I'm hoping. Uh, did we get a call from a fantastic uh, a lady?
3: Please don't be creepy. Uh, let's find out. Hey, boy, it's your
5: favorite old lady. Thank you for taking my request seriously about pulling your shirts off more often. It really gets my blood pumping. As great as it was that John was using those filters in episode 291, the MVP of the episode was Johnny's shirt coming off. That made my highlight real. She really made me train my jeans to see that amazing hair and mask on your back. John, I'm conflicted now on who I want to take their shirt off most now. I'm sorry. I hope you don't feel like I'm cheating on you. But you really gotta up your back here again. <laughs> Jesse, you need to stop screaming my calls. I went out and bought the scented candles you said you like and I'm still waiting for us to go another round. Now, I really like the idea of GPT the movie, especially the thought of David being played by Henry Cavill. But I really don't think we could find a strap-on dick big enough to truly demonstrate the absolute massive dog that David is slinging around. Honey, I'm still dreaming of that monster and I haven't even seen it yet. I hope we can remedy that soon. Toodles.
1: Yeah, what a... What a call. Um, Man. Yeah, I I feel like uh, we... you know we definitely love the uh, milfs around here and we appreciate that call Um, I feel kind of like we need to get some more calls on the show Johnny uh, can we encourage everybody to call in before the end of the show Uh, if you hear something on the show that you want to talk about tonight we would like you to call into the Game That Tune hotline and we'll play your final thoughts that's right Game That Tune audience gets the final thoughts on this episode so uh, if you want to respond to us Johnny give them all the hotline number and tell them to call in before the end of the show
4: Oh, it's no do. longer a a Patreon exclusive. Ooh! Oh,
1: that the, the person that keeps calling is not a patron. That the, it's long <laughs> well, not been a Patreon exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets tossed
3: around. I
4: thought it was so, a Patreon exclusive. You pirates! It
3: it it oh, was at you know one time. Know what? <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Fuck it. Everyone gets it now. I mean, I'm I was glad, our Discord. I, I
4: want more voicemails. So whoever, I I I'd, I'd say b- write the number in bathrooms
1: and stuff. Go for it. <laughs> You're not going to say it out loud? I guess that's probably a good idea. Yeah, I'll just
3: type it here. I don't yeah, know.
1: T- All right, yeah. yeah, cool. Check the Discord. We want to hear from you by the end of the show uh, so that that call is not the only one that we get tonight. Um, but anyway, yeah, we've got a, we got a fantastic show, and we've got to jump right into it. And uh, i got to drink some more and wash that taste out of my mouth. So, Johnny, let's start game one.
0: <laughs> game one.
2: I just wanted y'all to know when the song was over. Um, I'm not going to lie. I thought that was a fart.
1: (laughs) Yeah, we're saving that to the fart playlist.
2: So, uh, trivia for this game. This game has only been released outside of Japan twice. Once in 1997 and the other time in 2022. Only the 1997 re-release was translated to English. gentlemen um who has oh wait i'm sorry um i'm receiving word from our judges uh we will accept both the original japanese title as well as the american title that was used for both of the re-releases so either title will work
1: and what if that title is the same title
2: um it's not because one is in english and one is in japanese so,
1: um, if, if, well if for my you guys
3: answer. write Japanese and it's accurate, like uh, that's 10 points easy, yeah. <laughs> like,
1: Jesse, <laughs> let's see those kanjis, baby.
2: <laughs> so, um, who has finished writing their answers? Oh,
3: I think ages you're, ago. You're, you're, you're you really mean to ask who's finished their calligraphy. <laughs>
2: So, uh, John says police not, sadly incorrect. Uh, Jesse appears to have drawn the Atari logo, uh, which is sadly incorrect. John Regan has the correct answer. This is Legend of Valkyrie. Also known as Valkyrie no Densetsu.
1: That went without saying.
2: Huh. This game is very obscure outside of Japan, and to be honest, I don't really know why. Um, it's a Namco arcade game and Namco loves to make references to this game. Um, Valkyrie, the main character, appears as one of the sprites in Pac-Man's Taunt in Smash Brothers. She's an unlockable costume for Cassandra in Soul Calibur 2. Her weapons appear throughout the Soul Calibur series. She's a playable character oh. in Project Cross Zone and Project Cross Zone 2. Um, mm-hmm. Apparently, Namco has made a bunch of Japanese only baseball games, and she's an unlockable character in those. Like, they really seem to like Valkyrie, but just don't release her in the West, which is weird because it's based on, like, Norse mythology. <laughs>
1: hmm. Yeah, you'd think uh, we would lap that up around here.
2: Um, But yeah, this game is, it was released originally in, well, originally in Japan. There was the 1997 re-release on Namco Museum, I think, 5 on the original PlayStation. Mm. Um, And then it got one of those um, arcade ports that come to the Switch. Um, I forget what they're called, arcade something. Arcade Archives. Yes. Arcade
1: Archives. Um, I just want to express how uh, like agape my jaw is at the idea that there were already five Namco museums in 1997. I mean, good god! I wow. mean, Namco was, was cracking these games. out. <laughs> they just, yeah. you know, they just refused to leave it alone. Like know, got, people paid
3: money for a small handful of our arcade ports for the PlayStation. Crack guess, more out. <laughs> they kept getting so many grants to open these museums, man.
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so yeah they've only released it those two times and i don't understand why because also it's a really fun game like if you can kind of imagine an arcade version of the legend of zelda that's pretty much what this is because it's like a top-down hack and slash adventure game Um, And kind of similar to Link to the Past, you move, like, screen to screen as you're exploring this huge overworld. Um, But you play as this Valkyrie who descends from the heavens and fights monsters. You have a little, like... There's a two-player mode um, where you can play either as the Valkyrie or you can play as, like, this frog knight guy. Um,
1: Now you're really talking.
6: Apparently,
2: like, as I was researching this game, they wanted to make, like, a full four-player co-op gauntlet-style game... and just never were able to do it. So they just had the two-player co-op. But yeah, you... It has RPG elements. Um, you fight monsters and mini-bosses. You find shops. You can upgrade your weapons. Like, this is a really fucking cool game. But for some reason, Namco just does not push this.
1: Now, it, it looks ha- they, cool. Have, have we considered the possibility that they didn't push the original arcade Valkyrie no Dinsetsu because it's a terrible fucking idea for an arcade game. Like, if you just put a Legend of Zelda game in an arcade cabinet, that's a terrible idea. You... you... Like, you could just wander around forever and never fucking, like, give up the cabinet.
2: I mean, it's not right. exactly like The Legend of Zelda, where you're just, like, roaming mindlessly trying to find
1: secrets, but... Can you imagine that in an arcade? Like, you drop a quarter in and you're just playing
3: Zelda for a while? Like, well, <laughs> sounds awesome. <laughs> they ha- I mean, it was, they, yes, they, but it's they a had terrible that. idea for arcades that make money. <laughs> like... They had that. It was called the PlayChoice 10, and that worked by giving you, I think, like, a five-minute limit per quarter. Ah, okay, so yeah. Yeah, it's they like don't care how long Zelda you're on the on a, cabinet. Playing they don't Zelda not care how, collect call. <laughs> yeah, they don't care how long you're on the cabinet. They care how many quarters go in that cabinet, right? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know,
1: fundamentally a adventure game like Zelda is a terrible idea for an arcade game, but I'm sure Namco being a big arcade game company, they know that and they adapted uh, Valkyrie to eat your quarters a little bit better, but you know, as you said that I'm like I can think of one reason you wouldn't fucking make an arcade game out of this. Like, it would make 25 cents an hour. Like, that's a terrible <laughs> idea. <laughs> but
2: yeah, it's maybe
4: making games is about the art, John.
1: <laughs> no, it's about making money. It's, you know, it, it's nice that it is from time to time about the art, but you know, back in the, uh, back in the Valkyrie days, back in the Namco arcade game days... It was about those coins, baby. They wanted the coins.
2: <laughs> well, And what I don't understand is, like I said, she
1: keeps making cameo
2: appearances and whatnot, but there has not been a sequel to this game since this game. There was a, a hmm. Famicom game in 86, and then they released this one in 89, and that's it. And, like, you're telling me you made how many Pac-Land games? Like, you couldn't crank out another Valkyrie game? Like, hmm. it seems like... This is something that, not necessarily, you could get a triple A AAA, like every single year new release franchise out of, but there should be more than two of these games.
3: Right? So with an well, idea hold on, like though, that, dude, You might, you might be onto something. Can we get like a Madden, but it's Valkyrie? Every year a new Valkyrie and it's just like a roster update of Valkyrie's (laughs) Well, I mean I was thinking more like Assassin's
2: Creed, where it's just like every year there's a new Assassin's Creed. Like I don't think every year there needs to be a new Valkyrie, but there should be more than two and the second one should have come out, you know, less than twenty some odd years
1: ago. Right. David I mean, so is wait, is Valkyrie profile not connected to this? It's not at all. No. Uh, and the Valkyria Chronicles? No, Not at all. See, and that Tom Cruise movie, Valkyrie? Maybe a little. I would watch that. I think uh, Or maybe play that arcade game. I think maybe uh,
2: Tom Cruise is supposed to be the Frog Knight.
1: Right. Tom Cruise, He's about the Kroner size Trigger? of a Frog Knight. Oh, God, can you imagine? Um, <laughs> I, I agree with you, David. There should be more Valkyrie games. Uh, it just seems like a easily you yeah, a, a deep well to fucking pull from i mean
2: it's just it's a fun little like action adventure
1: <laughs> rpg starring this
2: badass valkyrie descending to the land and fighting monsters like that's everything that i want out of a video game and it's sad that i haven't been able to play one since i was three and living in japan right god
4: you lived in japan
2: Oh yeah, that's oh, yeah. that's established GTT lore. You know, I was it's, I was born and raised in Florida, moved to Japan for like four years, and then came back to Florida and met all you guys. It's
1: yeah, part think- of David's tragic backstory. Uh, you know, that movie Aloha. It, w- it didn't have Emma Stone. Uh, it was about David, really. Oh, he was uh, he was you know the son of <laughs> Japanese people. I mean, I'm I- I'm pretty much. The
2: Wolverine of Game That Tune, you know. I was yes. born. I fought in the Civil War. I moved to Japan for a while, and then you know, Canada injected me with a giant penis, and I moved to Florida.
1: Mm-hmm. As Canada's want to do, and joined the
4: x Men. That's yeah. Canada. Well, then, which X-Men are we? If you're, if you're Wolverine, you gotta Johnny, what? cast us now.
1: <laughs> Hold on. No, 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 no. We're not dreamcasting ourselves as the expert. What the fuck did Johnny just say? I think he said "as Canada does,
3: Canada No, that's Canada. Does you know, not Canada? But it's Canada. It's Canada. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't even make sense because it's Canada. I'm now not the Canada. real
2: fun is when wow. you is when you have the uh, <laughs> hidden camera TV show set up in Quebec, Canada. Did camera?
3: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> This is just making me more angry, man. All right, so, David, here's oh, where you fucked up, man. Listen, nobody gets things done by demanding a reasonable thing. You demand a reasonable thing. I just want a few more Valkyrie games. You need mm. to demand the absurd thing, a new Valkyrie game every year with Madden-style updates, and then <laughs> you will begrudgingly accept that okay I'll, I'll meet you halfway we just have a few more valkyrie games yeah
1: or like like a valkyrie no Densetsu remake on ps5 and they'll be like oh well, hold on no 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 it's like okay i'll settle for a new valkyrie game made by some kind of independent developer released on the switch eShop shop they'll be like yes 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 that, that, we can do that for the love of god yes of course but yeah, it's got, it's just you got
2: to highball him first, David. <laughs> it's just it's a really really fun game, and I'm surprised and sad that it just never made it out of Japan. Um, I'm looking forward to purchasing the arcade archives version because um, previously when I played this game, I played it by renting it from my local video game store, um, and I got through like the first two worlds or so. And aside right. from not understanding Japanese, it's a really fun game, and apparently, um, it's in like World Five. There's like a banjo kazooie style quiz section, which okay. I kind of feel like that part should be translated into English, but um, yeah. Otherwise, it's just it's just a really fun little game.
1: I'm gonna go ahead and say this game's fucking game over by having a Banjo-Kazooie-style quiz segment. That's
6: the game worst part. Game over! I <laughs>
1: don't... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm half kidding, but that is the worst fucking part of Banjo-Kazooie.
2: <laughs> yeah. That's, that shit sucks. <laughs> I just pulled up... Um, it's in the Wikipedia article. Certain, area of this, certain areas of the game require knowledge of Japanese to pro- progress through. Most notably a quiz towards the beginning of the fifth area. It's like, yeah! Oh. I kind of wish like, I know the arcade archives is all about preserving and whatnot. I kind of wish this was translated in
1: English. No kidding. Yeah, It'd be really great if it said <laughs> to overcome the Valkyrie's curse, simply quote a Japanese verse. <laughs> and you just, you couldn't do it and you just threw a rock instead.
3: Each Nisanchi chi.
2: I mean, it nope. makes sense because Whoa. I'm pretty sure that you end up fighting a giant spider at some point.
1: Good. Yeah, as you should, as all Valkyries do. Um, David, this is an excellent pick, an excellent tip-off. I'm, I'm glad you were looking to get canceled, but I'm not going to do it. You're not game-overed. It's perfectly valid. It came out on those collections. Uh, and yeah, it should be out. There should be more of this. I mean, you know, Valkyrie Adventures on fucking, you know, arcade cabinets. It's not a great business model, but, uh, you know, it's it's valid, so, I like it, it's a good pick. Anything else?
2: Um, no, not really, the only thing I want to say, because I didn't really get a chance to mention it was, I just, I really like the main character's design. She's just this badass female warrior with, like, this long-flowing skirt and a winged helmet. Like, I just, mm. I love that look.
1: Yeah, okay, I'm sorry, I, I didn't realize we needed to speak to the design, it's a Valkyrie, It's I thought it was a kind of a well-known trope in design, but yes. Uh, it's a good look, it's a good character, many, uh, many possibilities with a character with a winged helmet and a great look. They should make more of these fucking games. You know, or at least, at the very least, give Miss Pac-Man the Valkyrie helmet at some point as a power-up. That's all I'm saying. Uh, Johnny, let's keep it going.
0: Game 2.
4: Trivia is really tricky to get on newer games. Um, So uh, this space game that released in 2021 uh, is composed by uh, Pedro Macedo Camacho, who you might recognize from famous uh, Nazi killing game Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus and Witcher 3.
1: That was fast. Are you serious? Yeah. I...
3: Oh. Oh, you I got really... us. God damn it.
1: <laughs> All that moaning. And I was like, okay, well, it's crescendoing. She's coming. Here it comes, baby. Uh... Uh... No. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, All right. Let's,
4: let's, let's see what you guys got. Um, uh, so, Johnny drew a. Labia, oh, I think? Oh, no. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> David and John both have the correct answer with chorus. I knew
3: we were...
6: What?
2: I know we we're, were talking oh, about, we're about a show, but that almost looks like a vaginal version of Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with a veil over it. Obi-Vag Kenobi. OBGYN
1: canopy.
4: Oh, there you It was right there. <laughs> oh, um, man. So, uh, this is Chorus, and uh, this game's pretty cool. It's a space uh, shooty, fighting, flying around game. You fly I'm around I'm going stop you to right spaceship. there, Jesse.
1: I was in I was in Chorus when I was in elementary yeah. and middle school. It wasn't cool.
4: Well, no, this is a different Chorus. Um, that's good. You 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 play as this lady... Um, her name's like Nara or something, and um, she's basically Darth Vader. Um, the th- so okay, basically the the, the, the
2: uh, Jesse. I just want to stop you there. A game where you play as Lady Darth Vader. I am already invested.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. That's you where, have my attention.
4: <laughs> uh, uh, this game is is pretty cool. So basically, it's what if um like not what if because it's not Star Wars related at all although they do Marvel have related. like they do we'll have things where it's like well that's obviously the force but they can't call it that and and so you're like the top uh like pilot like you're in charge of like all like the um cool like space uh platoon stuff and they say um the chorus comes from when everyone is flying and doing their job perfectly, they're flying in chorus, and that's where it's called and so like she has all these like special powers that she learned from this uh like old dude, and for whatever reason, he started getting evil and whatnot, and so he's like, "Hey, I want you to use your cool powers to blow up this planet." and so she's like, "Okay, you're my master," and she blows up the planet, and then she's like, "Hey." That was kind of not cool to do. I probably shouldn't, you know, blow up planets. And uh, I think I'm going to just fucking leave. And so it's kind of like Darth Vader, like, seeing them blow up Alderaan and then being like, fuck this. I'm going to go help the rebellion.
1: (laughs) Interesting. (laughs) Okay, Alderaan was a bridge too far. Uh, I think I might need to...
4: (laughs) I killed all those people, but fuck... That, that yeah. planet. I mean, that, you know.
2: S- slaughtering children is one thing. Blowing up <laughs> planets—that's where I draw the right. line.
1: Yeah, God. Darth Vader loves killing kids, but and, yeah. Oh,
4: it's it's a not kill- even it's over. Like you fight you, killing you unseen kids. Mm-mm. You have a <laughs> ship that talks to you, like Knight Rider. Um, <gasps> his name's Forsaken, and Forsaken—he uh, sa- he sounds a lot like Tom from Tsunami. So like every time he talks to me, I feel like he's also gonna like tell me that Gundam Wing is coming on next, and that's that's very appealing to me. Um, so he's like, he's like, right, we have to find the rights of power, and then Dragon Ball Z will be on at four <laughs> thirty, and I'm like, yes, <laughs> cool.
1: Now, are you sure? I mean, is it is it not the same voice it's actor? It's not the, as same the...
4: voice actor at all. I looked it up, like. Okay. I, I was like, that would be so cool, but no. He's maybe a little gruffier, but I still—it's uh, very Tom vibes from right. from Tsunami. Like,
1: um, it would be you know pretty dope to. Uh, and God, yeah. what Who does the voice of the tsunami guy? Why am I struggling? Is it Steve it, Bloom? I thought it was him. I yeah, mean, I th- yeah, I don't yeah. know. If it's if it's
2: like a gruff voice, there's a ninety percent chance it's Steve Bloom.
1: I feel like Steve Bloom's more, like, sarcastic and gruff, yeah. Um, but, yeah. Uh, sorry, I don't mean to derail it into Tsunami no, stuff. No, no, that's L- nice, but is the ship that you fly anything like the ship that the Tsunami, uh, no, the, on Tsunami?
4: because <laughs> the Tsunami ship seems like a, kind of like a frigate-type deal or something. It's kind right. of big. And this mm-hmm. is more of like a fighter, you know? Um, okay. So you got, like, missile pods, you've got a Gatling gun, you've got, like, lasers... Um and like as you're playing you, you're upgrading your ship um it plays a lot like an open world game so like you can just go fly anywhere you want do like uh, a bunch of side quests people are always like you're getting lost in asteroid fields or pirates are attacking them and stuff um so you're flying around doing that kind of stuff um but you also get these different like force powers um like one is where you can just like you know detect everything in the area um I got a, a new one recently where I can like teleport behind other ships, so which is really handy because you know it can be annoying when you're playing like one of these dogfighting games and you constantly keep losing your target and you're constantly like speeding up and slowing down, turning around. It gets really fucking annoying. While this, if you if you can't find anybody, you just hit your fucking teleport button and you're right behind someone and just unload your Gatlin gun and that's that's satisfying um this game is really difficult at times like you can spike when you find like new enemies like oh here's a dude that has uh, really powerful shields and has this fucking charge laser and you gotta learn how to dodge it and get behind them and use your you know missiles right and stuff and um that can be a little annoying um but it's real cool with like the teleporty thing because you can like go through like enemy shields so like you have like a uh like a capital ship and you want to fly into their hangar and bust shit up. You can just fly through their shields and then just start busting things up in their hangar and then fly out the other side. Um, That's dope. So like there's a lot of cool uh battle things. Uh my favorite thing to do is like whiz right past the ship and then hit my, like, I guess, I don't, I forget what it's called, but it's basically, like, a break where you can, like, gr- uh, drift, and, like, and so I just, like, spin around, like, 180 degrees and just unload on people, like, it just feels so cool to, like, like do that. Like, whenever you're playing this game right, it's very fun. When you're fucking up a lot, it's very frustrating, but it's a
2: cool game, it looks really cool. Um, Honestly, Jesse, I, I feel like yeah. that describes most games, like... When you're doing well, it's a lot of fun. When you're fucking up, it's not <laughs> it's fun, fun at all.
1: <laughs> right. And especially games these days. It's like, yeah, this is slick as hell. It looks great. It plays great. I'm not good at it, so I'm not having fun. But, like, man, if I was good at this, I'd be having a lot of fun.
4: I, I feel like some games are better about, you know, like, when you fuck up, they're more rewarding to, like, helping you out. Like, um, I'm trying to think. Easy
1: to get back into. Yeah, I was, like, was gonna say yeah. I guess the question is like, if you fuck up, where do you resume? <laughs> like, yeah, that where, can be annoying. Where, where are your save points?
4: <laughs> like, uh, if you're like in a long mission and there's no like good checkpoint, that could be really annoying. I haven't ran into any of that though. Anytime I've died, I've um, started up pretty, you know, at a pretty good place. So I, I've never been like, oh, I got to do all that over again. Fuck that. I haven't been like that yet.
1: Right. So, that's, that's good. good. That's uh, a good sign. Because there but, are times where you just you go too far back and it's like, God damn it, not yeah. again. <laughs> like yeah. I just Nope, it's uh game ain't respecting my time. I need ample checkpoints. I'm I'm willing to learn a challenge. I'm yeah. just not willing to learn too much of a challenge.
4: Yeah. <laughs> but it, it's a pretty cool space game. It it definitely scratches an itch if you're looking for a good space game like that. Um I'd say it's um Better than uh, ex- uh, Star Wars Squadrons that came out a couple years ago. and yeah, I love Damn. Star Wars. Um,
2: Johnny, play the game. Fun, but Hot take.
1: Hot space. I just wanted to-, to see if he would actually do it, to be honest. Yeah, I just wanted to see if Johnny's paying attention to the, the sound cues at all. Yeah. Yeah. Space. Thanks, Johnny. Yeah, I've said space you, a Pat. lot to them. Yeah, it's, he said it several times. It's, it's, uh, but it's okay. It's ladies' night. We don't need Tim Curry explaining yeah. space. We don't need space mansplained to us by Tim Curry. Oh, it's ladies' uh, night.
2: <laughs> don't need that either. Oh. <laughs> on the one hand,
4: famous ladies' man. On the one hand, Jesus I feel Christ. like
2: Tim Curry would not mansplain. On the other hand, Tim Allen should not be anywhere near a ladies' night.
1: <laughs> yeah, we really gotta diversify the soundboard, fellas. I just realized how fucked up we are. <laughs> Quick, somebody can't well, Christina know. V to Spikes do a her sound.
3: Yeah. Do we have Not any that, yeah. women on our soundboard? Oh my! Oh my God! I don't think we do. Actually,
1: uh, we do. It's called the Friends. calculating computer. Yeah, Dame, calculating Dame that, computer. Yeah, Dame okay. that tune is a huge part of Game that tune. That's
3: true. She you is know, very yeah. we never,
1: integral. We rarely ever call
3: her Dame that tune on the show. It's been a long time. No, we we don't talk about her enough. Yeah. Well, we don't. She's great. We don't
2: call her Dame that tune because she's the calculating computer. She has a title.
1: Right. And, yeah. guys, it's been awkward ever since I tried to date her and fuck her. It's We've got a I real think, Master Chief Cortana situation going on here, and me uh, and Dame That Toon, we don't talk all that often. But she's still willing to be on the show, which is important. Yeah. I she, think she, she does have a name. It's night. not
3: the calculating computer. It's Dame That Toon. Yeah.
1: I did also, guys, I, I don't want you looking into this, but I paid her $3 million out of the Patreon funds to keep her mouth shut. Oh,
2: <laughs> that's where that money <laughs> <of> went. <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, yeah listen i I'm sorry
2: because <laughs> I was looking at like the the records and everything was like, "Oh, we've got three million and sixty five dollars. Hang on, there's a negative three million yeah. balance from John that
1: just says mm-hmm. miscellaneous that seems yeah. that seems legit. <laughs> all it says is calculated computer activated. that's strange. It doesn't normally cost three million dollars to start that computer. Uh, surely nothing untowards taking place, but um yeah, uh, Jesse, this game sounds great, man. uh I would like to play it it's. I'm guessing. Hey, guess what? Guess what, yeah. guys?
4: Guess what? You ready for this? Hold on. Get Hold that on, hot take button ready. What this platforms in. is this oh, available? Oh shit! It's on Game Pass.
6: <laughs> hot
1: take. <laughs> I'm gonna also count David being on the sandboard as the lady being on the sandboard. That should get us at least one point back. You
2: know what? That's How bad.
6: absurd.
1: We've never seen Akuma's penis. Akuma could also be a woman.
6: Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. <laughs>
2: Champagne, a famously girly drink.
1: Yes, and Chris Jericho famously. Yeah. He has, has a long, pussy. beautiful hair. <laughs> yeah. That he is, kept his hair in yeah, the match yeah, tonight. <laughs> Spoiler. Uh, yeah, point is. Uh, Jesse, this game looks great. Anything cool. else on Chorus? Is it Chorus or Corvus? See,
4: <laughs> that's what it looks like. But it's, What's up it's with that style? Chorus. What's up with the V? <laughs> but they definitely make it look like a V. But it's Chorus. It's still, it's, I always
1: say Corvus when I see it. Yeah. Sounds like a fucking Metroid area or some shit. But uh, Great game. Great pick. Uh, hopefully plenty of moaning music added to GTT Radio. And Johnny, let's keep it going, man.
0: Game <laughs> 3.
1: So, excuse me, Uh, in the manual for the English localization of this game, the female main character's intended origin as a former delinquent with a fiery temperament was erased in favor of describing her as a peaceful individual who hates fighting. In future appearances, they would go back to the original description. (laughs) Is everybody feeling? Oh, very good.
2: You you said they changed her backstory, but then went back to the original?
1: The English localization, for some reason at the time, they thought it would be a good idea to call her a you know peaceful individual that hates fighting, and in the uh, few appearances she's made after this, they seem to have gone back to the original description.
2: Okay, I'm feeling much more confident.
1: Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Hope, they, hope this got your blood hot. Johnny, sadly, drew a big, oh god, I'm, a couple of penises around that hooded vagina. That's unfortunate. And David and Jesse both have the correct answer. It's Final Fight Two. Wow, guys, Final Fight Two. Dose. What a, what a game. Fight Finalize. One of those, one of those game titles. That's fucking hilarious. Final fight, 2. Yeah. yeah, we thought the, the last fuck, one was the final one. But the fuck are you talking about?
3: <laughs> That's like, yeah, it's like the opposite of what they name a movie with one in the title, right? Mm hmm.
1: Yeah, uh, it's like a uh, never ending <laughs> story part two, the funniest movie title of all time. <laughs>
3: yeah.
2: I don't know. I feel like, in terms of funniest movie titles, Doug's first movie is up there. Because that's a bold statement to
1: make. Well, and see, and that's one of those ones we were talking about. Like, they declare it's his first movie, it's also Doug's only movie, but the never-ending story is a funny enough title for a movie because the movie will inevitably end, and then for it to be the never-ending story part two, it's like, oh god damn. Wait,
4: (laughs) (laughs) that infers (laughs) that the first one never ended, but now it did
6: end, so it isn't the never-ending. You're really doubling down on this
2: never-ending thing, aren't
6: you?
1: Yeah, you're just asking for a lawsuit, baby. You're trying
2: <laughs> again, I see. Yeah.
4: I mean,
1: uh, this And time, I say that, of course, this we're up to sixteen Final Fantasy. I was going to say, I <laughs> so. think the
2: funniest title in <laughs> video games is Final Fantasy fifteen.
1: At the very least, the, there's the, like the story behind Final Fantasy, where apparently like Square Enix had their back against the wall, and this was going to be the final game they made, and yada yada yada. Who knows how the legend goes? You know, the prelude's playing see, now. See, it's,
4: um, I think it's fine. At first, because it's like their own story, so it's like that world's Final Fantasy. But when right. you get to like ten two,
6: <laughs> yeah,
4: and thirteen yeah, two I, I, and thirteen yeah. three, <laughs> yeah, that's direct sequels
1: like, <laughs> really have no business there. <laughs> yeah, this is the Final Fantasy of this particular world. Actually, yeah. we have a few more yeah. hours of story that we need to There's, tell you guys. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's, true. that's
2: true. I, I guess I, I never somewhere. really realized that the the worst video game title is Final Fantasy. Ten, two.
1: Yes, but thankfully that's not what we got here. We got Final Fight Two, uh, and man, what a game it is! Uh, the Final Fight game that I've spent the least time with, perhaps besides Final Fight Streetwise. Uh, I, I was like, oh yeah, Final Fantasy Two, cool. I'm gonna boot that up and play it before the show. You know, it's got Maki, the uh, you know the fast kicking, uh, kick ass woman. Okay, I wasn't sure if and this was, was the game with Maki or Lucia. No, yeah, Lucy is in the in next three. one. Okay. Three, yeah. Um, but yeah, Maki's in this one. And I was like, okay, I'll boot it up. I got the Capcom beat em up bundle. Oh... That's a beat-em-up bundle of arcade games from Capcom. This wasn't released in arcades. This was only released on the SNES. Okay, then I must boot up my Wii U virtual console. That's surely where I downloaded and played this one. Oh, wait, no, I only got Final Fight 3, and that was mostly for the lulls, because Hagar was wearing that insane costume in that one. You know, I'm realizing... I realized earlier today I might not have played Final Fight 2. (laughs) But... (laughs) I mean, Save really, for a who re- did? Save for a rental or two back in 1994. Like, uh, it It took me today kind of like, I'm like, wait, I, surely I have this somewhere. No, I don't. But <laughs> um, it's, a, it's a cool sequel to Final Fight. I like that it's, you know, Final Fight is just Mike Hagar and Cody and Guy taking on Metro City. And the Mad Gear gang, you know, Hagar's the mayor and he's going to clean up this one-horse town. And then Final Fight 2, it's like, we're going to need you to go to, like, fucking Hong Kong and France and London and fuck those towns up, too. It's like, oh, okay, great. <laughs> I'm there, baby. You know,
2: that's <laughs> one thing that I do love about the Final Fight games is that Hagar is the only constant. Like, the first mm-hmm. game is Guy, Cody, and Hagar. The second game is Maki, Hagar, and...
3: Carlos. Carlos.
2: And then the third game is Lucia. Beloved character, Carlos. Lucia <laughs> guy comes back, and then Hagar. Like, no matter what, mm-hmm. Hagar is there to just beat the shit out of the Mad Gear gang.
1: Yeah. No, it, you know, it, as he should. You know, I don't want to, you know, speculate too greatly, but if a gang at any point in my life kidnapped one of my kids, I would forever feel the need to beat up that gang. <laughs> like, they're back again? Fuck it, I'm flying to Hong Kong, I'm gonna kick this shit
2: Hang out. Hang on. Of them. <laughs> the Mad Gear gang is eradicated in Metro City, but they're in Hong Kong? I guess I'm booking mm-hmm. a fucking flight.
1: Yeah. Uh is like going to Hong bomb. Kong, baby. the store and kick their ass. But we're oh, yeah, not really about talking, the talking scene about with the
2: orangutan.
3: I thought you were talking we're about <laughs> <laughs> the Dark
1: Knight. That's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. God, if you know, Hagar had to extract somebody from Hong Kong using one of those jump jets, Hagar much like great. Batman has no jurisdiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Make a <you> squeal. <laughs> uh, he'll beat you with a pipe until you squeal. But uh, you know, again, we're not really talking about Hagar. We're talking about Maki, the fantastic main character of Final Fight Two, Maki, who is. Uh, the sister of Guy's fiance? Um, so, final fight ends. Cody and Jessica go on a vacation. Hagar goes back to work. And Guy, I guess, goes back into training. And then turns out the Mad Gear Gang has not been eradicated. And they're back. And they kidnap Rina, who is Guy's fiance. And Guy's master, Ginryusai. And they i don't know i guess just do that to piss guy off so uh fucking maki springs into action cuz uh rena is maki's sister and the uh, the master guy he's uh maki's father and so maki calls up hagar it's like hey yeah. uh my dad and sister got kidnapped we gotta go to Hong Kong and fuck these guys up and Haggar's like yeah fuck yeah I'm doing it and his eyes catch on fire and then Carlos shows up and is like hey I'm coming too You know, I love kicking butts and uh, they fly out to Hong Kong baby and you got yourself Final Fight 2 it's a great fucking game <laughs> <laughs> I, I
2: love the idea too of just like Maki shows up like they kidnapped you know my brother's fiance and then haggar shows up like i've sworn a blood oath against this gang and then carlos shows up and they're like yeah whatever fuck it come along
1: yeah no seriously uh you should watch the opening cutscene of final fight too because i think carlos says like mike i gotta come with you you know how much i love kicking butts <laughs> it's like all right yeah carlos you're in baby <laughs> like, fine <laughs> you can come too um, But yeah, Maki is a pretty fun character. She's the speedster. She's got the, uh, got the speed. She's got she's, the, you know, um, str-
2: like, tonfa weapons, doesn't she? No. Oh, I thought she, she did. Fight, Okay, she, she might through. not have them in this, but I, I think she has them in, because she was in Final Fight 2, but yes. also SNK versus Capcom 2?
1: Yeah. yeah. And yeah, that's the thing. So in this, she's really just kind of a fist fighter. She's a street brawler. Uh, but you know, she's fast and obviously doesn't have the punching power of uh, Carlos or fucking Hagar. Uh, but no, no Tonfa weapons unless I've forgotten like unless they're like her super move, you know, like Hagar's Lariat. If she busts out the Tonfas, I've forgotten about it. Uh-huh. But yeah, in subsequent appearances, I guess they were like, Ah, we gotta give this woman some Tonfas because Tonfas are fucking cool and dope. Yeah, all right, <laughs> <are>. <laughs> yeah. Great weapons. Uh, Cause yeah, and the funny thing, I'm like, oh yeah, I, I know Maki from other things, right? And then I'm like, wait a minute, no, I only played Capcom versus SNK 2 for like a little while on GameCube. But you know, I don't fucking know Maki from anything else. She should be in more stuff. Do you think like, she'll be in Street Fighter Six? I, I wish. hope so. Quite, quite frankly, I mean, like seriously, you want, you know, she's got Street Fighter appearances under her belt. Uh, you know, very small limited street fighter appearances but appearances nonetheless she was in uh david besides capcom versus snk2 do you know the specific street fighter thing that maki was in
2: Um, i'm gonna take a guess and say she was in cody's story in street fighter 5
1: no okay it was worth a shot it was a good it was a good shot Uh, she was in the handheld ports of Street Fighter Alpha 3. Does that include the PSP? Yes, because that's Street Fighter 3 Max.
2: Because I know Street Fighter 3 Max added a couple characters. Um, (laughs) The only thing that I truly remember about Street Fighter Alpha 3 Max is that it, one, it added a couple extra characters and two... They advertised a like special peripheral that you could add onto the PSP's D-pad for controls. And people quickly figured out you could just tape a quarter over the PSP's <laughs> D-pad and get the exact same nice. results.
1: Good. Very good. But yeah, she was added to uh, specifically Street Fighter 3 Upper for the Game Boy Advance. Or excuse me, Street Fighter Alpha 3 Upper for Game Boy Advance, along with Eagle, Ingrid, and Yoon. Oh, Um, God. Ingrid. Yeah. So, I would like to see her make a reappearance because she's got a great look. They developed her, I guess, as another rival to, like, Sakura. Um, and I think, uh, I think she should come back, man. She, uh, Yeah, and I I like that she, the American guys were like, okay, well, no, she shouldn't be like a crude and rude delinquent with fiery temper. She should be a, you know, a a solemn woman who doesn't like fighting. It's like, no, motherfucker, she should be a rude, crude delinquent who wants to beat ass. What's wrong with that? (laughs) I think it's a great fucking idea. Like, you know, a, a hot young woman who, like, has a bad mouth and wants to fuck people up. Like, yeah, cool. Street Fighter was ahead of some things, baby. Now,
2: now you're creating a character <laughs> specifically for David Fleming.
1: Right, yeah. And I'm not talking about, like, Harley Quinn. I'm talking about fucking Maki. She's been around, man. <laughs> like, fucking... It, it's, it's baffling. Like, no, 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 no. She doesn't need to be a fucking monk. Um, know, she, she's a great-looking young woman who beats fucking ass. She should, you know, cuss and shit. Like, apparently her, like, Street Fighter, like, uh, appearances, she'll, like... Uh, curse in Japanese when she's losing like you know when you get knocked out like instead of like just going ah! she like yells Japanese obscenities. I'm like good. Hmm. Very good.
4: All right, everybody. <laughs> so she's like Maki Ito?
1: Yes,
2: more like that, please. <laughs> everybody who's watching in our our live version, check the Discord chat <laughs> for our GTT voicemail. Let us know who would win in a fight, Harley Quinn or Maki?
1: mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh, I you know, I would favor Maki she's no super villain but she uh, she's a super ass yeah she whoops a little bit of ass Um, and you know again not to not to get like you know too horny with it because that's not really the name (laughs) of the game tonight but yeah and I know the audience that we've got go find the sprite of her from Final Fight 2. She's got one of the most egregious, like, butt sprites of all time. Like, she she beats guys up, she's got a throw, she's got some other moves, she's got some flips and stuff that she does. She does an upward kick where she jumps straight up, basically in a, sp- a full split, like a Van Damme-style split. And she's wearing that traditional Japanese, uh, dress thing that's just, you know, it's got nothing on the sides, and... You yeah, know, Capcom—they were—they are were fan servicing young SNES owning boys with this character. It was, you know, some serious butt on that kick. It's—I—I uh, uh,
2: I just pulled up the sprite sheet, and yeah, Capcom knew what they were doing.
1: Yep, they sure did. Uh, so that will be a GIF on GTT Radio soon. The just flying up butt kick, uh, you know, Maki, and yeah, but I think she's great, and I think she really should come back. Because I mean, seriously, like. Yeah, there's enough, like, fucking, you know, women characters that are chased and fucking reserved and buttoned up and shit. Uh, and then, like, be a little ass. Like, no, 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 no. I want some fucking rude, crude women. <laughs> like, she... But, you know, not like, you know, she's not, like, grungy or gross. You know, like, a, a great-looking woman that also beats your ass and cusses at you. Like, yeah, no, she belongs in Street Fighter Six Bring her back. Like, uh, I was, uh shocked to learn that she had not made further appearances behind, besides Capcom vs. SNK and the handheld Street Fighter Alpha 3s. It just uh <laughs> she feels like a home run. She's uh, she's character for our times, man. I could get into it. But uh Final Fight 2 is dope. You travel the earth and fucking beat up the gangs in various countries cuz you know gangs have international presences or some shit in the 90s. Who who knows? Uh the important thing Maki's great. Carlos sucks. He's never come back. And Hagar remains great. He's got uh, again. Watch the opening. His eyes catch on fire, and that ignites the number two in the logo.
2: I, I think Maki is my number two most wanted character to appear in Street Fighter Six. Hagar is still my number one. I want yeah, Hagar in no, yeah. a Street Fighter game
1: so badly. Mm. I feel like Capcom's just holding out on us, but I feel like Street Fighter Six might be the time for him to at least make an appearance as some kind of sub-boss or something. They're going to have that I'm, run-around mode where you're running around the cities and getting in various fights. Hagar's got to show up. I'm,
4: I'm yeah. worried he's dead in this time. <gasps> because they I'm, have statues
1: of him and stuff. So yeah, that's weird. That's, but those are statues to his pro-wrestling career. They're not statues to his mayoral career. That, we'll that's got to be the case. I've been. I mean, Hagar denial, so. or Jesse.
2: Don't get me started. On <laughs> I mean, my I hope so. I Capcom want. I want
1: Hagar, but... yeah. Saturday oh, Night Slam
2: Masters. Well, no, I yeah, feel like this already, is something David. <laughs> we mentioned on the show before, um, where Capcom basically makes a wrestling game, but featuring That'd all cool. of the Street Fighter characters who have wrestled. So you have like E Honda, yeah. Hagar, Hakan, Arbica. El Forte,
1: Arbica. Arbica.
3: yeah, Zangief.
1: Sangief, yep. yes, thank you, Johnny.
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, Sangief, the only non-canceled Russian. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I would love to play it, man. Uh, a little, uh, you know, I, I'm in favor of all these characters being used in any way that Capcom sees fit. I just wish they would see fit to use them more often. Uh, I fucking I, I enjoy Capcom's roster of characters from this series specifically, and um, yeah. It's a great game. If you get a chance, I don't know where the fuck Final Fight 2 is going to come out. Maybe it can come out on SNES for the Switch or something, since it's apparently (laughs) fucking SNES exclusive. I mean, like, seriously, it's not even in those arcade bundles. Like, There is no arcade Final Fight 2. So, fucking, let's get a re-release. Let's get it back out there. Let's get a new generation of of young men really appreciating Maki's assets. And, uh, Johnny, let's keep it going, man.
0: Game 4.
3: guys so um we're hearing the sega genesis version of this game but the Famicom version of this game was a maze like game that was significantly more confusing than all of the other ports see those uh, answers slash guesses. Oh, son of, a, son of a bitch. So John says, nope, which is uh, incorrect. David and Jesse both say Valus, which is correct. This is Valus, the phantasm soldier. And uh, right before the show, my wife pointed out that this rhymes with phallus. So it may not have been a great pick for the female lead character show
1: well, but Vallis herself is not a
3: phallus. No, no, she's just... I mean, oh, I don't
2: girl. think anybody would have thought that unless you pointed it out.
4: <laughs> yeah, I didn't. Yeah,
1: not where my mind was going at all. I was going to ask if this was related to Batman Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> it's not no, that? not at all. No, it's a Dick. <laughs> dick Grayson?
3: So it's Yes. It's a game where you start as a Japanese schoolgirl and you get granted a magical sword that turns you into um oh shit, I forget what it was called, like the Valis Warrior Valis. or something like that?
2: I mean if you start as a Fantastic Japanese schoolgirl <laughs> and you're gifted a magic sword, it turns you into a badass warrior. Yeah. Like whatever the translation is, it's a badass warrior.
3: Exactly. Yeah, it's
1: not it's not complicated.
3: <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, that's uh that's about it. We can move on to the next game. No, uh...
1: (laughs)
2: What? (laughs) This, this recently, there was a, like, collection of these games released for Switch, which is how I recognize the music, because I was looking at that collection, it was like, Japanese schoolgirl turned into badass warrior in a, like, action platformer game. That seems right up my alley, so I added it to my wishlist, and, like, as I was watching the trailer, that's where I picked up on this music.
3: Yeah, it came out, huh. I think, in February for the Switch. Uh, so, yeah, pretty recently. And um, Damn, I had no idea.
1: Because yeah. I, I... Didn't they put one of these or both... Uh, some of these on, like, the Nintendo Online service at some point? I feel like I I had access to one of these Valus games for some reason. I was like, oh, yeah, that's... I think so. I think it's the SNES one, like, Valus 3 or something. And it was like, oh, yeah, that's, like, kind of fun. Like one of those games where it feels like the sprite was too big for the screen so the action wasn't really uh like all that awesome but like you know good looking game with a good looking blue haired female character beating up monsters like yeah cool
3: yeah this this, so Um, the first in the series has a lot of i feel like good roots you know but i watched some footage and i remember just my my first thought was like this is fucking slow like this is the slowest goddamn action game i've ever seen like what what is this
2: I mean, it is an action game, like, on the Famicom, so it's not gonna be Devil May Cry.
3: Yeah, oh, and God, dude, dude this originally came out on the MSX, and that version, like, is oh, slow God. as shit. This is, like, the slowest thing I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's no smooth scrolling. You move, and it has to update the screen, and everything goes like, it's pretty rough.
1: Yeah. No, yeah, I'm looking at the uh, Valus collection now. Uh, You know, commemoration of uh, the 35th anniversary of Valus. There's three of the series' most popular titles released uh, ported for the Nintendo Switch for the low, low price of $40. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now, again, I don't like to be the guy that just scoffs at prices of digital downloads of things, but no, I'm not going to pay you $40 for three arcade games or, like, three, you know, like eight-bit ports starting from the 1986 release. Like, I, I, uh, I support you guys trying to get these into people's hands. I support people playing these. I support the return of Val. Huh? I do not support the spending of $40 on Valus. I feel
2: like this is one of those games that you put on your D- wish list and wait until it's like, oh, hey, did you know that Valus Collection is 60% off? off. Like-
1: oh, 60. That's generous. <laughs>
3: so uh, how many games did did, did, uh, did that include? Three. So, oh, wow. Cause, yeah, that's missing out on a lot, because there was a Valus 4 and a Super Valus 4, <laughs> and... Two th-
1: Maybe that's what was. Super Valis 4 was on SNES. That has to be the one that's on yep. the Switch Online yep. thing.
3: And then in yeah. 2006, there was Valis X, the erotic visual novel. Oh, and no. And I'm assuming that's not included so surprised
2: <laughs> That That was not your selection for the episode, Johnny. <laughs> Is that canon?
4: Do you think Valis will show up in Street Fighter
2: Six? Fair question. I, w- I would
3: like that to happen, Yes.
2: I mean, given the fact that it was published by Telenet Japan, I don't think so.
3: I would I be okay do you with think that. Th- I feel like that leaves it up in the air, because what have they done lately, right? Like, yeah. Well, right.
4: Maybe do Capcom the acquired Valis, them.
3: Do you think that Valis should have a relationship
1: with Simon Belmont? Because she and Belmont both had super blank fours for the SNES. Ooh. I think yeah. so. You know,
2: if Valis was the star of a, an erotic adventure game, I feel like she would have a relationship with a man known for using a whip.
1: Just gonna mm-hmm. say that. I'm also just saying that we should have had a Castlevania official Konami canon you know, fucking hentai game by now. That probably should have happened right around the time of the Valis Hentai game. Yeah. Does,
4: he, does he fuck his whip, since his whip is like his dead wife's spirit?
2: No, you're thinking of the Bionic Commando reboot. Well, no, right. no. His the vampire
4: killer is the spirit of Sarah, um, uh, Trevor Belmont's wife,
1: I believe. That's some, that's some Castlevania lore I didn't need to know.
2: I mean, uh. I was thinking if it was going to be a Castlevania Hentai game, either it would be a female... Belmont, or you would be playing as like Alucard, fucking various things. Because yeah. let's be real, I feel like Alucard we're making... fucks.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, all oh Alucard so, fucks unequivocally. I feel like we're you know, making a little bit of light of it, but it does seem very gross and odd that the official company that makes Vallis would make a fucking erotic visual novel. Well, out of. Let me lay like, out a
3: timeline for you, real quick. So, two thousand six. 2006, they put out an official erotic visual yeah, novel. Done.
1: Thorough research.
3: In 2007, they declared bankruptcy. <laughs> like, oh. When okay. you look them up on Wikipedia, it says Tama Japan was a Japanese <laughs> company. Defiant. Is they're gone, right? So
2: clearly, they made a hail mary pass that failed.
3: Yeah.
1: They they said fuck it. Okay, and, so wait, the this is so the porn game came after the bankruptcy declaration. Before, or Before about a year before. Okay. Okay. Still seems gross, <laughs> like. But I guess yeah, if you're just against the wall and you got to try to make some money, um, I guess that's one way to go. I, I it still feels like. I don't, I don't know if Telnet ever had another fucking character on their hands, but it's like yeah, maybe maybe try making a porn game of that character instead. But I don't know. Yeah. Fucking poor Ballas. Yeah. Somebody needs to buy the rights to this and get it back. Get her back on the right track, baby.
3: Because uh, they don't make this anymore, do they? <laughs> I don't think they do, no. Uh, after Valus X, there was... Yeah, it's all collections after that. Uh, yeah. I
2: feel like Valus is one of those characters like Wonder Momo. Like They were definitely a thing, and then they stopped existing after the 90s.
1: Right, yeah. I'm not even sure Valus really qualifies as a thing. It, it really wasn't something I'd heard of until just a few years ago. But it was like, oh, wait, where the fuck has this been all my life? I'm sorry. Like a blue haired Valkyrie woman beating ass with a big sword, like in an action setting for the SNES. I'm sorry. I don't know about this. What the fuck is wrong with me? Like, I should know about this, right? And it's like, oh, no, the company that makes these fucking crapped out and made porn games like 15 (laughs) years ago. Like, Oh, right. Damn.
2: guess the difference between you and me because I'm like, hang on. This you is like a, a blue-haired anime warrior woman in an action game on the SNES and the company made porn games? Why haven't I right. heard of this? <laughs> yeah. Oh, they went bankrupt. <laughs> That's why. Okay. Yep. Because they mm. made porn games.
1: <laughs> yeah. It's a, it's a damn shame. Because, uh, yeah, you know, blue hair is just, uh, I think that you know, history has proven this, but it's just my an anime hair color. But, um, yeah, I hope we get a new Valis at some point. Because, again, I support this series. I don't support a collection of three old-ass fucking games for $40, but I support The Continuing Adventures of Would Valis. Would you support a collection her, uh... of one
3: old-ass hentai game for $40? See, now there's the question. Would the game be worth
1: $40 if they included the fucking you know, erotic visual novel? Maybe. <laughs> Is it a collection
2: if it's yeah. just one game? <laughs> sure.
1: <laughs> yeah. You know, it, it, it's a collection of all the Valis uh, hentai games. I was scrolling the eShop earlier because uh, I was convinced that I could find like Final Fight or something and they're just throwing fucking like hentai games up on the Nintendo eShop now. It's not hard to find them. <laughs> uh, I, I you know, saw some puzzle game literally called Hentai something or other and the description said, a puzzle game that you can play with one hand. Perfect for <laughs> masturbating. And my wife was like, okay, I get that, but What's the significance of it? I'm like, so you can do something else with the other hand. She's like... But why would you want to do that while playing a puzzle game, like, Sweetie, don't question it. It's a, it's, it's it's Japanese anime porn. <laughs> Wait, yeah. It's a man oh. thing. So there's, a, <laughs> oh. so there's a, I'm so close. I'm so close to solving this
2: puzzle. So there's a puzzle game you could play with one hand <laughs> while you cook eggs with the other hand.
1: <laughs> right while well, I do some other thing with this other hand. But what could it be? <laughs> I gotta I oh, y- y- pet y- the
4: dog.
2: Babe, <laughs>
4: yeah. hey, it's a guy thing. Oh, is that man. what we're
1: calling it now? <laughs> it's while I, you know, highlight passages in my Bible with my other hand. <laughs> 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 uh, but yeah, so uh, this one's they, about yeah. bestiality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, since I mean, they're just throwing these things up. Yeah, throw the val- throw Valis X back up there, baby. It's uh, we need to we need to know the full Valis canon before we really decide if she's uh, ready to be brought back. So, yeah, you know, Johnny, use that Patreon money. And buy Telnet. But you used and, it all uh, on your weird yeah. <laughs> scandal. Listen, it, you know, I, I I got a lot of a lot of irons in the fire, Jesse. We can we can have a have a scandal and buy Valus. <laughs> okay. I'm not saying that the scandal in any way involves Valus.
3: But no. So. But I'm not not saying the original Valus oh. game. It plays a little slow. Um, it's okay. But the music, I really enjoyed the music, which is why I picked it. I yeah, really enjoyed the soundtrack. <laughs>
4: It's, yeah, great. music rules <laughs> very very very. it's,
3: good. it's pretty like I yeah. love that FM early 90s yeah. like Japanese style stuff like it, it's just so good it's so good Hmm. yeah
1: I mean you know all jokes aside I support all Valis music appearing on GTT radio those, you know fucking great soundtracks and I love those FM sounds yes. so yes Johnny I don't care how many Valis games we've used for the show I know it's not very many put them all up
3: Good character design. Yeah, too. this is our yeah, second house game show. I think I brought the previous. <laughs> yeah, it's cool. <laughs> I'm
1: gonna start calling you Johnny. was yeah, this a
3: rusty too?
1: No, no, no. Wait, wait, wait yo, we'll call you Johnny Cialis.
0: <laughs> no, I think game it should be five.
3: <laughs> what are you gonna say, David? No, it's
0: fine. no, it's, it's okay. Fine. I I
1: didn't to say. That was five. a great call.
3: Okay.
0: <laughs> Game five.
1: So in this game, the player can choose between a male or a female protagonist, the one that is not chosen, still plays a large role in the game's story, and no matter what, takes on the name of Akira, regardless of the gender of the selected player character. Feeling?
6: I
2: am feeling very all good. right. You're good. pretty
1: good. I'm glad to hear that. Oh wow! Everybody's holding up their instances already. Uh, not even giving me a chance to shout out the uh, fan request. Of course, the fan request this week came from our good buddy CX Trife. Uh he made his request in Discord, but he also made it on GameThatTune.club, a fantastic place to make game requests and interact with us here at Game That Tune. Everybody's shaking their answers, they're ready to answer. Johnny's got a big fat head on that penis, he's wrong. David and Jesse both have the correct answer. This is Astral Chain. Hell yeah. Cool. Yep. Astral Chain, baby. One of
4: those games I always wanted to play, but I still haven't.
1: Man, tell me about it. I, uh, I also, you know, it's one of those blink twice and it's been out for almost four years kind of games. Like, wait, no, that, that came out last year, right? Like, no, oh, man, it came out in 2018 or so. No. <laughs> this, Ast- this game Astral was Chain's like,
2: a newish game, right? <laughs> this game was like a birthday present to me. Because it came out, like, in August, and I was so excited to play it, and I played the prologue chapter, and then I set (laughs) it down, yeah, and I haven't (laughs) picked it up since, and I feel so bad about that.
1: Yeah, so David, was it a literal birthday present to you?
2: I feel like this game was released, like, August 8th, (laughs) or something like that. Like, it definitely came out in early August. Sure. Um, But... And I, I just so want to make
1: sure that you're not confessing to completely ignoring a fucking birthday present to you uh, right here on the show. No, yeah.
2: no, no, no. I definitely bought this game myself.
1: Um, okay. And, okay and, I'm, and I'm sorry, I've got it wrong. It came out August 30th of 2019, not 2018. So it hasn't been four years. It's been three and a half years. Uh, 3.9 years. <laughs> it's been, been long enough that <laughs> I should have fucking... Yeah, or I'm sorry 2.9 years he got I, you know point is I, I feel regret for having not played it and David I sense the same regret in you
2: yeah it's it's a game that like again I I really really wanted to play this game and I was super hyped and excited for it because it's a fucking platform action game or excuse me, a Platinum action game.
1: <laughs> I was going to say, wait, it's a
2: platforming game? No, it's an action game. <laughs> no, it's it's a Platinum <laughs> action game, and I definitely played and loved the Bayonetta series. So it's like, hey, we're going to make one of those, but for the Switch, and we're also going to have a goofy dog cop mascot character in it. Like, all right, I'm right. fucking sold.
1: Yeah, no, everything about this game looked pretty rad. Wait, are all uh, cops goofy dogs? See, and here's the problem, Jesse, I was actually going to address that right <laughs> up front. So everything about this looks pretty rad apart from the fact that you definitely play some sort of futuristic cop. Like...
2: But the, like the main hook of the game is you have a literal astral chain. So you have this, like, chain projectile thing That bonds you with another character, Um, and that character takes
4: handcuffs. No, no, no!
2: Because that character takes different forms, like a giant robot that you can. There's like a spider robot. There's like a. I want to say there's like a bear robot, something like just big and hulking, and like, yeah, there are multiple different versions where you're kind of controlling two characters at once. And, yeah, this game just looks crazy and insane, which is Mm -hmm. par for the course for Platinum. And it looked like a hell of a lot of fun. And like I said, I played the prologue chapter where you basically are fighting enemies while in a motorcycle chase. Um, Mm -hmm. This game's nuts, and I, I really need to go back and play it
1: yeah no i kinda I'm feeling the same way because like I wanted to play it because it was a platinum ass action game for the exclusively for the Nintendo switch, and I feel like it's now a few years too late for me to really you know speak with my fucking dollar. I really should have supported this back when it came out um but it's uh yeah it just looks really fucking cool. it's this wacky anime futuristic setting and i uh I don't remember if there was a demo of this or whatever if I just watched enough like video coverage of it but i was like yeah that that looks right up my alley i mean uh, again uh, you know apart from the cop thing you know gtt definitely says a cab but this uh, this game does look pretty fucking fun you play as uh, the player character you get to select male or female so assuming for tonight's show you select female you give your character a name no matter what their last name is howard for some reason and then you're uh, the other uh, character that you were <laughs> not able to select uh, takes on the name of Akira Howard and they uh, they still play a significant role in the game. So you're playing as a set of twins that become astral chain cops that have to fight these chimera and other uh, like dimensional anomaly things and Man, I mean, I watched a little bit of the videos of the lore to catch up on this, and it's like, oh yeah, this is, it's a little bit anime gobbledygook, but like, it's also kind of fun, I don't know, like, maybe I just don't watch enough anime to know if it's full-blown anime gobbledygook, but like, It's like ninety-five percent anime gobbledygook, but it sounded pretty captivating. Like, no, not in a platinum game. No, no, certainly not. But like, so it's it's the not too distant future, uh, and there's there's dimensional things taking place. Yeah, there's another dimension besides the one that we live in here on Earth, and it's started to make itself apparent to people. But like, most people can't see it. But it starts to affect people to the point that like, the government is calling it, like, an illness. You guys, uh, like, you get infected with, like, red matter from this astral dimension, and it becomes a huge problem, and they've got a, you know, so if you get infected by too much red matter, you turn into, like, a fucking, like, a digital monster type thing, and you have to be taken down by a specialized police force. You and your twin, the player characters, and their twin are... Uh, set of mysterious twins born under unusual circumstances that have a resistance to the red matter, so they're able to chain to these, like, monsters from the other dimension and fight things. Um, Normal people can't see the monsters, so there's, like, a little bit of that bleach element to it. Uh, And then there's also... Other guys on the police, the astral police force that can also chain to the monsters, but it's not as mutual mutual of a relationship. So, like, you know, it's like, uh, David, you, you saw and loved Pacific Rim. I did, yes. So, like, you know, two people, they're, like, drifting in the fucking Jaegers together. They got the, they're, you know, kind of simpatico. They, you know, they can work together. That's the relationship that you, the player character, have with the other dimensional being, the Chimera that you're chained to, but the other people, it's more like they're keeping a wild animal on a leash and using it for their own means. And so of course, at some point in the game, something wild happens and uh, all the chimera that have been chained to the police get loose. And so you have to go around defeating enemies and recollecting the other people's chimera, and then you can chain to them and switch between them. And that's when you get the multiple astral chain chimera partner characters it's nonsense but it seems pretty fun and it seems like it's all in service of doing sick-ass platinum games action shit
2: (laughs) i mean it's nonsense but it's platinum games brand nonsense
1: exactly you know so it's nonsense with a lot of good music and fucking flashy action and uh yeah uh, I I really wish I had played it by now, because <laughs> I'm uh, yeah, I don't know, like boning up on it for the show this week. I'm like, oh yeah, that game looks slick as hell, and it was a switch exclusive, and fucking, I should have played it. Like, I you know, I fancy myself as somebody that like platinum that likes a game that platinum games might make. I guess there's no real data to back that up. I I haven't really completed a bayonetta game, and the wonderful one hundred one didn't really work for me, but this game seems. I don't know, somehow a little more accessible than, maybe not as accessible as Bayonetta, but definitely more accessible than the wonderful 101. And I feel like I should have played it by now. It's a damn shame that I haven't, because I like flashy action and fucking crazy digital monsters. I'm not ever, you're not going to trap me into saying I like Digimon on this show. It's simply not going to happen. It it won't happen, but I I like these other dimensional digital monsters. It's, um... You know, a, a, an interesting little concept. An interesting, wacky-ass anime concept for an action game, and I feel like I gotta... You know, I don't know, like, it's a Nintendo published game, so I'm not sure if it's ever gonna go on sale, but I feel like it's something, that, like, yeah, if, oh, if I see this on sale, I'm gonna jump on it, because... Yeah. I think you should. I just, I've been, been missing out. <laughs> and it's, uh, it's slick. Slick as hell. Um, and yeah, uh, you know, so... Uh, we haven't been, you know, going real deep in on, you know, the the ladies stuff for the night. But I was wondering, David, you know, you're in tune with these things more so than I am. I don't mean to out myself as some kind of ignorant guy. Does it speak well to a game if you can choose between a male and female character and it has no bearing on the story whatsoever?
2: I mean, I feel like
1: It's equality in that sense, right?
2: In a way, it's good because it doesn't mean that, like, a masculine character is the right choice or, like, the feminine character is. has a different story or is affected differently. Like, the fact that you can have a main character and their gender or their gender presentation doesn't matter either way is a net
1: positive that's what i was trying to really kind of work my head around in th- like thinking about this game for the show i'm like now it feels like it should be a, a good thing that the gender of the character doesn't inform the story in any way shape or form but i could also see people being like yeah well it's not really a a women's story in that sense i'm like well it's not really a men's story in that sense either it sounds like it um it's a maybe isn't a story, story about such things but i'm just i'm I was curious to know if uh, you, who's maybe more in tune with these things, had something to say about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's 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 true that it's not really a woman's story, but it's also true that it's just a
1: story. Right. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I'm fine with you not choosing. If you choose the women character, it's not some. I don't know. It does. It doesn't change the story in any way. I like that that I doesn't affect the story, and you still end up, no matter what, with a twin for some reason with the same name. I I didn't know that Akira was a fucking gender-neutral name in Japan, but apparently it is for the purposes of this game.
3: And uh, yeah, like you know,
1: that decision, your gender decision in this game, makes no difference. (laughs) I like that.
3: (laughs) I, you know, I would think it'd be interesting though to, to have a game where you choose both your gender and how you present yourself, right? So it could be female but masculine you know or male but feminine Mm -hmm. and have that affect the the plot of the game and and the story i mean see and in that that sense that could be interesting but just going on
1: the cosmetic choice of here's your female main character here's your male main character i think if you're presented with just that simple binary choice i don't think it's a bad thing that it doesn't affect
3: the game in any way (laughs) no i think that's absolutely fine yeah Yeah, as
2: long as like the male choice isn't a super ripped cut dude and the female choice is not like a 36 24 36 like if if those are your two options i feel like that's a problem
3: but so john does does do choice of cum gutters or what (laughs) see i mean i you're
1: both no matter what character you choose you're wearing a lot of futuristic cop armor so the cum gutters aren't visible really in any situation. Mm. So it, it's you know kind of up to the imagination at that point. I imagine both these characters as sick ass super cops from the future that have this uh, connection to the other astral world.
3: <laughs> they have so many cum gutters. I
1: imagine they've got so <laughs> many cum gutters. I
0: mean
3: anything's a cum gutter if you try hard enough. <laughs> Indeed,
1: <laughs> all cops are cum gutters. Yeah, <laughs> new shirt. Uh <laughs> no,
2: no. That is not the new shirt.
1: Hey,
2: I'm not going to
1: draw that. No, don't need to draw it, man. It's just letters. <laughs> yeah, that was an easy one. <laughs> um yeah, uh, I yeah, I I can't speak to the cum gutters, Johnny. Sorry. Uh but I uh I I am interested in playing this game cuz I think it's uh just it's a fun concept. I like the extra dimensional shit. Um And I think, uh, you know, Platinum games are just a lot of fun. So, uh, should this see a sequel? Yeah. Should I play this uh, original before the sequel? Yeah, also that too. Um, Should we have that sequel where, you know, it's got Johnny's idea where you choose uh, a male or female character and then you get to choose, like, pronouns and maybe that has some slight effect on the game? Yes, I also support that. Do I think that Platinum Games or Nintendo is capable of handling that writing? No. No, No, I don't. So maybe not. (laughs) But, hey, who knows, we'll see, baby. (laughs) Uh, And yeah, it's, uh, it's a great fucking game, and that's my thoughts on the matter, but I understand that perhaps people have been calling into the game that tune voicemail with their own thoughts on the matter. We don't have a soundboard hit prepared for this. But now it's time for the Game That Tune viewers' final thoughts. Thanks to the GTT, thanks to the GTT voicemail. Thanks for everybody for uh, calling in. So I don't know, Johnny, uh, you take it away.
3: <laughs> yeah, we have uh, three voicemails queued up. All right. I only have is phone numbers, which I'm obviously not going to give out, so I don't Aww. know who they're from. We'll see what happens.
5: Hey gamers, it's the Kerrigan. Uh, I thought I'd try to inject at least a little bit of estrogen into Ladies' Night tonight. Uh, with some fun bonus trivia about women in video games. So, here's a fun fact. The world's oldest video game champion is a woman. Her name was Doris Self, and she was 58 years old when in 1984 she competed in the Video Game Masters Hubert Tournament and scored a record-shattering 1,112,300 total points. Self was officially recognized as the world's oldest gaming competitor by the Guinness World Records in 2007, she also featured in a documentary called The King of Kong, which documents, in part, her quest to reclaim her Qbert record in the mid-2000s. Unfortunately, Doris passed away in 2006. But her memory of being absurdly, ridiculously good at Qbert was on both in the Guinness Book World Records and in our hearts. May we all aspire to be so dedicated to kicking ass.
1: Oh,
3: that's sweet.
1: Very sweet. Okay. And I've heard their again.
3: appearance in The uh, King of Kong. I've seen that. That's awesome. Mm-hmm.
5: hola amigos familia ttt aqui tx Tribe. <laughs> well first of all i want to say guys that i'm really enjoying the show and of course my well two of my games got featured of the well 3rd doesn't really count but thank you so much john from, for featuring astral chain i hope you really enjoy the uh,
6: yeah.
5: songs that you add tomorrow on the radio i'll be requesting some of them uh, thank you so much I'm really happy uh, well keep doing just, uh, such a great job with the shows and adios Tengo oh, buena noche vamos a seguir viendo the show greetings <laughs> from Mexico Puebla City and have a great rest going to continue with watching the show now this is awkward bye guys and thank you again for featuring my phone
3: it's not awkward until you say it's awkward, man. You're fine. Yeah. I never <laughs> realized that we got
2: multiple fans in Mexico. That's
5: pretty cool.
3: Mm-hmm.
5: Hey, guys. This is Ray. Got somebody on the line that might be willing to finance a GTP the movie. But before we can move any further, I know we've already casted David, but I need you guys to figure out who is going to play the other three game hosts.
3: Shit! Wait, so who's playing David in the movie? Henry, uh, Cavill. Oh,
2: thought... Henry Cavill.
3: Oh, Henry Cavill. That's right. Duh. Yeah.
1: I thought he surely was going to bring on a horny old lady to cast yeah. the rest of the movie. <laughs> no, 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 that, no.
3: That's up to us. I think.
1: Well, that's a discussion for another time.
3: Yeah, yeah.
1: But uh, the part of John Harrington will be played by AEW wrestler Eddie Kingston.
3: Oh my God, that sounds amazing. I feel like I could be played by Dan Aykroyd.
1: Yep. And uh, Jesse, I feel like having just... uh, I just watched that Chippendale Rescue Rangers. I'm not saying you have to be the computer animated Seth Rogen, but I I feel like a a Seth Rogen would be a pretty good Jesse.
4: I'll, I'll take that. Yeah. I can't do his laugh, but
1: no you can't come on give us your best effort
2: I was gonna say like I could, <laughs> <laughs> I could almost see Kevin Smith playing Jesse oh Ooh, that would yeah. be so good some kind of He's Kevin Smith Seth Rogen late, chimera
3: <laughs> listen Jesse the key to a Seth Rogen laugh is you have to lean in and then when you feel like you're leaning in too much you lean in more <laughs> Like just, you just keep going in until you think that like you're gonna get in trouble and then you keep going in anyways yep. like that's
2: Honestly, Johnny, the more that I think about it, Dan Aykroyd as Johnny is perfect casting. <laughs> like, it yeah, really yeah. is.
3: This movie, no, I've thought about long. it for a long time. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I'm
1: sorry. I, I like, sh- yeah, shout out to Kerrigan, the uh, voicemail lever, and also frequent chatter. Henry Cavill plays David, and Willem Defoe plays everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in favor of that movie. Every yeah. time Will Defoe gets punched, he changes to a different personality. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, excellent Oops. voicemails. I appreciate everybody for calling in. We're going to try and make that uh, ongoing feature in the show because, uh, yeah, everybody, we already take your requests and we love uh, we love that. But you know, we are occasionally grossly uninformed about, th- about things and uh, would appreciate some final thoughts on things. So, yeah, we're going to keep the Game That Tune hotline going, and you guys call in and. Uh, it's not a call in show. We don't want to talk to you, but we want to hear from you. <laughs> so, uh, Johnny, let's hit it. Calculating computer time, baby.
0: Calculating computer activated. Computers, beeps, boops.
1: Damn it, John.
0: Scoring complete. This game's winner is. David Fleming.
1: Damn, we just keep going back and forth like this, huh? I know my ladies. It's true. I even tried
0: this time.
4: Yeah, I'm saying.
1: (laughs) You know, Jesse drew like he gave real answers, and uh, he was not able to overcome David and his knowledge of the female uh, games. (laughs) I gave real answers too.
2: They were just correct.
1: (laughs) Sorry, man damn Jesse, oh, david I think just, we just stepped found to our you episode title. <laughs> <laughs> the females dot, dot dot games so uh david i, I think that's the longest
2: got... into an episode we've gone before we found the title
1: yeah it's uh it's deep it's <laughs> you, you can sense my brain in that moment trying not to say anything deeply <laughs> offensive <laughs> it's just uh <laughs> just the the cog you know all the gears are firing so um, David, it's your uh, it's your show next week, man. Are we gonna keep uh, you know volleying this thing back and forth? Are you and I just gonna keep exchanging themes that one another love? Is that what's gonna happen?
2: Uh, that is not what is gonna happen. Because Son of a bitch! I am I am choosing a theme that we have done previously that you famously hate. Um, no, <laughs> I think it's time that we all leave our couches and leave our houses and we go with portable games
1: handhelds alright that's good yeah That's very good, because I was going to remind you that somebody earlier in the episode suggested a Pride theme at some point. And that's a great idea, but we do still have an additional Wednesday left in June, so it's not too late for the Pride theme. Do
4: (laughs) mobile games count as portable
1: games? They absolutely do, Jesse. I I am going
2: to put my foot down here and say that both mobile games and the
1: Switch will count (sighs) as portable games. Whoa. Fucking... Portable games, mobile games, Switch games—what an unbelievable theme for next week! Yeah, I, uh, I'm, I'm ready for it, David. You know me, Mister Mobile Phone, Mister App Store. I, uh, I Mr. came prepared. I'm built. Yeah. Oh God, dude They call me Johnny Android, baby. <laughs> yeah, I charged my 3ds for the first time in years, and uh, I'm ready for action. So, that's uh That's a good theme. That's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, I look forward to it. No further discussion needed. It's going to be a great episode. And uh, this was a great episode, guys. What a fun time it's been. What a show. Uh, thank you, everybody, for uh, being here with us. Thanks to everybody watching live with us. We're live every Wednesday night. We're on Twitch. We're on YouTube. We're on Facebook. Search for Game That Tune. We love you guys being here. Thanks to everybody listening in podcast forms. Our podcasts come out Tuesday mornings. They're available anywhere you get your podcast. Check out GameThatTune.com or any podcast app ever. And search for Game That Tune, and we are there. And we love you guys listening in podcast form thank you to everybody checking out patreon patreon.com slash game that tune is the home for awesome exclusives we've got our mixtapes we've got our movie commentaries we've got game that tune gyms where we take a look and listen back to games from 30 20 and 10 years ago and uh you also help us keep the lights on over at our 24 7 video game music live stream at Radio.GameThatTune.com, and we uh we appreciate everybody for supporting us there so Be sure to check out Patreon, find a friend, tell them, hey, uh, give these men five dollars and you can have access to so many fun things. Uh, Special thanks to our Patreon absurd fans. Lance Revere, Damian Beckles, Bradford Stevens, Taylor Y, Sam L, Mork, Tasty Grimmery, Phoenix Tier 2121, Unsaddled Zebra, Akadar, and The Kerrigan, a fantastic group of patrons that we've got at Patreon.com slash Game That Tone. Um, We want to thank our requester, our requester all the way from Mexico, CX Trife. We appreciate you giving us your request in our Discord. Check the show notes for a Discord server. But we also uh, appreciate you posting that request at gamethattune.club, the exclusive. Game That Tune social media server that we all definitely use and frequent and is still being given request priority <laughs> so check out Game tune dot club the best place to make a request we love you guys making those requests um it's been a fantastic show and David I guess it's up to you to take us home man So for the bonus tunes, I decided to combine
2: the theme from this week with the theme from next week. Uh, This is a portable game featuring a female protagonist. This is Rave in the Grave from Shantae and the Pirate's Curse.
1: Hell yeah, motherfucker. David, whip that hair around Shantae style again. I know you got that zigzag purple wig somewhere in that house. And we'll say peace out, everybody. Valkyrie no Densetsu is copyright 1989, Namco Limited. Chorus is copyright 2021, Deep Silver. Final Fight 2 is copyright 1993, Capcom Company Limited. Valis the Phantasm Soldier is copyright 1986, Wolf Team and Telnet Japan. Astral Chain is copyright 2019, Platinum Games Incorporated.